Hey, this is Milwaukee Mayhem. My name's Avery. Uh, today on the podcast, we have a guy by the name of Austin Luton. Austin is a mixed martial arts fighter out of Red Schaefer's gym in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Red Schaefer Mixed Martial Arts. And I'm excited to have Austin on. Austin's a really cool guy. I've talked to him a little bit in uh, practice over the years. He seems like a really nice guy. I'm excited to have him on. Uh, yeah, he's always... He's always uh, me, struck me as a uh, artist instead of a fighter, like a mixed martial artist. Um, so I'm hoping to get to talk to him about that today. I guess we'll see. I'm not really sure uh, where the conversation will lead, but I do kind of want to get it. Because he, he's had a couple MMA fights, but he's always in the gym every day, every day, and uh, just trying to become a better martial artist, and I think that's pretty cool, because I was always like, if I had a fight, I would be in the gym, day and night, day and night, but if I didn't have a fight, I wouldn't, you know, and, uh, I wouldn't train, and, but I miss it, so I got back into it, with no fight involved, I don't ever want to really fight again, um, but I'm excited to get into his mind about just being a mixed martial artist, instead of a, uh, fighter, or, or how he views himself, I guess. Uh, maybe that's just how I view him, so hopefully I'm not speaking out of turn. But with that, hey, without further further ado, here's Austin Luchin. So it's like uh, beating up a guy like that just looks like you win Mr. Olympia. <laughs> I fucking love it, man. That's like, that's the second or third guy. Because he looked like a professional bodybuilder. Yeah, he was fucking jacked. And I'm pretty sure he actually did do some bodybuilding. So I worked with a girl, and she knew him as well, and she's like, yeah, he... She thought he was like a bodybuilder or something, but so I think he did that for a little while. And then and, he took up MMA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was cool. It was awesome. Some guy came up to me after the fight and was like, "Dude, all my friends bet on the other guy. I knew you would win. <laughs> I just want a bunch of money." But yeah, he, awesome. was, he was like the he was like the second or third guy that was just fucking jacked. And I walk in the room with my fucking dad bod. Yeah, man. Well, dude, that's one thing, like, I wanted to bring up, because you're, like, a martial artist. Like, I've always viewed you as a martial artist, not, like, a fighter. Like, but you are a fighter, but you are, like, you're always in the gym. You'll take, like, two years off in between fights, but you'll be in the gym every fucking day, whereas, like, me, personally, like, if I didn't have a fight, I wouldn't (laughs) show up, you know? And if I had a fight, like, scheduled, then I'd, like, be in the gym. But, like, you would always, but you just show up, take two years off, and then just do work. Yep. Like, you never left, and I always admired that. Yeah, no, man. no, it's cool. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, even, like, so between my last fight, between this last fight and my, the one I had before, it was, like, a year and a half. So I was, like, finishing up nursing school. I was busy as fuck and just, like, didn't really want to fight, but, like, I, you know, I always, like, trained and stuff. I was there five days a week, Yeah, you know, working out. And it's it's different, obviously, you know, like, getting ready for a fight camp, as you know, opposed to just training and having fun you know everything is picked up a little bit the rounds are a little bit yeah. harder you know you're you're working on your diet and stuff and worrying about what you eat and how much you drink and all other shit so it's different for sure like training just to have fun and training for a fight camp but yeah i don't think i'll ever like just i don't think i'll ever like not train you know barring like a major injury or something crazy yeah. happening you know i just i love it man it's it's done a lot for me and i'm sure most people who have something that they're really passionate about can attest to that. Yeah, like sure. you know, it gives you like a way out of all the other bullshit that's going on 
in yeah. your own life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I feel so much less stressed out. Like I started training again like a week or <coughs> about a week or a week ago, and I've been less stressed out than I have been in a year. Yeah. You know, and like essentially a year, and like I just feel better because everything you have to be honest mm-hmm. and like that's and I love that because everything else like I feel like there's all this bullshit in every other part of my life but jujitsu like I just if I'm getting smashed on the ground like today I was thinking I was like I'm getting smashed on the ground I can't like did get you roll up. today? yeah I nice. rolled that over man dude I rolled a Dan Perovic today oh, <laughs> I rolled man. a Dan Perovic today and uh, he's like one of the best grapplers on the planet for people who don't know yeah, or at least in the game. country yeah. um, and he uh like, so I go up to him right before I roll, and I'm like, I'm going to take an easy on you right now. I just <laughs> want you to know that. And he's like, all right, man. <laughs> and I, just like spider guy thing kills me, but it was, he's it's crazy. Like, yeah, he is so good. He's so fucking crazy. Yeah, jiu-jitsu is nuts, man. Jiu-jitsu is the most humbling sport I've ever fucking played. Yeah. Like, there's always those athletes you see who are like, this guy's not going to be good at this. This guy's not going to be good at that. And then, of course, there's people who you see like, damn, like, this motherfucker is a linebacker on the Packers. Yeah, just right? like freak athletes. But jiu-jitsu is like, you see these motherfuckers. And, like, I was out in Portland, and I've been training at, like, 10th Planet Portland, Portland every time I'm out there. And I walk into that place, and it's just a bunch of fucking nerds. Like, these yeah. little skinny nerds. This, you know, this one guy is, I'm not sure how long he's been training, but he's probably 150 pounds is one of the most unsuspecting people ever, and he just fucking smokes me every single time we roll. And we, I mean, we have that at Reds, too. You know, yeah, there's, there's sure. people who you see that are like, what? There's no way. And then you start grappling with them, and you start rolling with them, and... I mean, tangle you up. Yeah, you're hopeless. Kill you. Yeah, it's crazy. What is that? Eddie Bravo say nerd assassins, I think? Yeah, yeah a bunch of yeah, nerd man. assassins. Yeah. So, do you like going out there? Do your girlfriend live out yeah, there? Yeah, so my girlfriend lives out there. She's in grad school out there. And, um... Since February, I've been trying to get myself out there once every couple months. Okay. So I've been out there three or four times, and every time I'm out there, I roll with those guys. And yeah, I love it, man. It's very similar to Reds, where it's like it's really laid back. Um, there's a little bit more structure, like with the jiu-jitsu classes. They have like a curriculum, I'm pretty sure, sure. that they follow. And all the coaches out there are really fucking cool. Um, the people out there, everyone I've met and everyone I've rolled with is really cool and really good. And it's different, too. Like, it's a different style. You know, Reds is, like, more, like, traditional Gracie, like, smash pass. Yeah. You know, like, couldn't, you know, submission, or position over submission. And it, they're just, like, a lot of leg locks, and, you know, it's just, it's different. You know, and yeah. I like that. I love that different style. That's mm-hmm. kind of why I, like, bounced around a little bit, just to get a different perspective. But, I, yeah, cause I, dude, I like Jersey, or I, I like uh, Reds. The most for me, like I just uh, I bounced around and I felt like Red was just always the most attentive and kind of like his quirky sense of humor. Yeah, it was just like the best uh, for me. I yeah, know. Like yeah, Red's it. great. The gym's great. The people are great. Um, you know, it's just he's just he's he's almost too, you know, chill. Like he's really, uh, yeah, I think he's a great coach and obviously he's a great fighter. But like, if there's one thing that I wish we had more of, it would be like structure. Sure. You know, like like show and but but on the you know, it's nice to not have that. But I think like so, and everybody's personality is a little bit different, right? Some people need that structure, yeah. you know, and some people need that. Like, all right, you got to be to fucking class at eight thirty. Your gloves are on, your shins are on. We're ready to go. We're not fucking around. You know, we're not starting class eight minutes late. Like we're ready to go. Yeah, I think and, if I were to like fight again, which I don't see happening, but like if I were, I'd probably like 
maybe training elsewhere for primarily most of my like sparring and stuff and then I'd still do my jiu-jitsu mm-hmm. at Reds but like uh, I mean for what I'm trying to do right now for like me personally like what I'm just trying to do right now I just want to work out like stay in shape do a little jiu-jitsu yeah. tell some dick jokes yeah. you know just yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep things moving yeah, yeah. stay fit uh, stay, yeah, stay fit yeah stay jacked obviously yeah. uh, but you know yeah so I mean for me it's perfect but yeah I can, I can see it yeah, but even then, like, I mean, you you get out what you put in. And, like, some of my size, like, we have, you know, Hippie Mike's pro now. Um, and actually, he actually might be the only pro. He's a monster, by the way. I yeah. had Alton in here the other day giving Hippie oh, Mike right. all the praise in really? the world, saying he was his toughest fight. And that, like, yeah, that fight was fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah dude, that was, it was yeah. kind of cool just to get Alton's perspective because I hadn't, uh, I haven't really met him before, but yeah. I met Mike, and I knew Mike in that training right. camp leading up to him. That's when I met Hippie Mike was that whole training camp, leave, camp leading up to fighting Alton, so I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Now I'm, like, talking to Alton right now, so it's like fun. But he's a very nice guy, very, very respectful yeah, he seems Mike. People love that motherfucker. Yeah, man. It's crazy. I couldn't believe it at Mike's fight. Like, <coughs> I mean, I, Mike and I are, obviously, we're really good friends, and, like, we train together all the time, and, like, I'm like, there's no way this guy is beating him. There's yeah. no fucking way. Like, Mike is... A monster. He's a fucking monster. Like, when I he watched, told me he was amateur, I got bummed out. Because I was like, well, there's no way I'm good. When when Mike lost, like, uh, and it, Alton turned out to just be a monster. Obviously, like, history has written itself. And yeah. Alton's here now a couple years later, and he's, you know, just fighting on the Contender Series and all that stuff. But, like, he, uh, you know, he lost... As a, Mike last said as an amateur and I was an amateur. I was like, if Mike's losing as an amateur, right. I'm no way in hell I like, can yeah. be able I mean, to that, win that's this. That's high. Like, that's a high level amateur. Yeah, level. that's true. I know. <laughs> Those guys are obviously, they're, they're both really good pros. Um, but that, I mean, obviously you all start somewhere and there's going to be those outliers. I think that, you know, Red and I were actually talking about this the other day. Like most amateurs, a couple guys who want to do their first fight and like, well, like, I'm scared. Like, I don't know if I should do it. 90%, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there, but most amateurs, you know, are just, you know, they're doing it just to try it. They're going to have a couple fights, and that's it. You know, yeah. maybe you'll run into fucking Alton or Mike or, you know, Sean O'Malley or some... One of these like, freaks, yeah. Yeah, one of these freaks, but probably, you'll pro- it'll probably be a good experience. You'll go in there, it'll be hard, you know, but it's not like you're going to go out there and fucking get mauled your first fight. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah. but, like... Dude, I watched, uh, do you know who Jordan Berg is? Jordan Berg? So he's a really good, he's a good fighter out of, uh, Appleton area, and he, he need this poor man to the face once, and <laughs> this guy had no idea what hit him. Like, it was just like, a, he looked like a dad, he had, like, the whole dad bod, oh and, God. like, he just looked like he was there just to hang out, and he gets kneed in the face, like, 30 seconds, and just, like... Slumped up against a cage, like his his fat tit, his fat tit is rolling over his knee, and he's just like sniffling on himself. Yeah, Dude, it's so funny. It was yeah, so, but crazy. I felt you feel, but at the same time you sign up for it. But yeah, like, but then know. but then there's motherfuckers like that who probably trained for like three or four weeks. I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, let's fucking get in there. Then it's on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah then that's on you. For sure. You'd you would probably never make that mistake again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, though, because you see these guys, these fucking scrubs with 30, 40 pro fights and fucking eight wins. Yeah. You know? That's it's true. Like, what the fuck? Like, why are you still doing this? Like, I've trained yeah. with people like that, and they fucking suck. You know, I'm not going to mention any names, but one person in particular comes to mind, and he's telling me how he's going to front kick his opponent in the face 
And I'm like, dude, you're getting fucking taken down by 170 pound people. You're a fucking heavyweight. And you're telling me how you're going to front kick this guy in the face. Like, your striking is fucking terrible. Like, dude, what are you thinking? And he goes in there, of course, he gets his fucking ass kicked. It's finished. So, I mean, yeah, there's definitely people like that out there. I fought a guy who had two wins and 14 losses. Holy fuck! (laughs) Yeah, and I beat him in 40 seconds, and I don't ever bring it up, except for right now. (laughs) And, like, it's just, like, it's a win on my record, but I'm like, ah, you know. Yeah, it's it's rough, man. Yeah, that's hilarious. I mean, I'm all about, like, you gotta crush a couple cans to get to the top, like... If, you know... Yeah, I didn't mean, I mean, like, I just matched with him, I guess. You know, you know how it is, you know. Yeah, you know, but, I mean, even, like, for you, like, that's, like... I mean, it's experience, you know. I mean, if, yeah, you're, if you're fighting fight. guys like that, you know, your entire amateur pro career, you know, probably not going to go anywhere. What's the point? Well, that's why I kind of wanted to just, like, stay in that pool. Just give me the guys who are, like, two wins, 14 losses. Yeah. I'll, I'll fight those guys all day. Don't give me something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, sometimes I see people... I, know, like, I would fucking love it. That'd be awesome. Sometimes I'll see, like, people at the gym, like, just, like, doing curls, like, mm-hmm. on end, and I'll be like, dude, I feel like your rotator cuff isn't really flexible. Is that a crank on it a little bit? I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're just compensating because you're jealous how much they can bicep curl. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, and, like, they are always with just, like, a ridiculously hot chick. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even know how to start a sentence with her. <laughs> yeah, right? You're just like, fuck this guy. I'd whoop his ass. Yeah, I'll just, like, see your pants, and they'll be, like, Gymshark pants. I'll be like, oh, Gymshark, I follow them on Instagram. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So do you have any, like, a uh, fight plan? Anything coming up? Anything that you're thinking about? So uh, I'm thinking in um, January, February, I'm going to make my pro debut. I wanted to do it in, um, <clears throat> what is it, in summertime, uh, but things just didn't work out. And I had a couple... Amateur fights fall through in summer, which was a real bummer. One in Milwaukee that really sucked. And then um, in this last fight, I'm like, all right, like, this is probably going to be my last amateur fight. And, like, in the ring and, like, fighting this guy, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, felt confident. Yeah, you looked really good. Man. I felt great, too. Yeah, your footwork, your distance control is really cool, man. Yeah, yeah, good I job. felt I felt really fucking good, really fucking Kicks. relaxed. If anything, like I should have like I feel like I should have let loose a little bit more, but I fought smart. You know, I didn't really know like I knew this guy like wrestled, and sure. I knew he was probably going to take me down or try to take me down anyways. And um, he looked upset. Yeah. At some point. So yeah, he definitely It's fucking smash him in the face. Yeah. And yeah, I, like I said, I felt really, really loose and really relaxed. But, like, the, like, some of the commentators, one of the, not, not Gerald, but one of the other guys was saying how this guy, like, isn't, like, imposing his game plan. He's not doing what he should be doing. It's like, yeah, because every time he comes in, he's getting fucking cracked in yeah, the face. You know, it's not that he doesn't want to take... Like, you can try to take me down. Like, you're going to have a really fucking hard time. And even if we go to the ground, like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. Like, big fucking doof. Maybe to, like, the commentator's uh, defense, they don't realize... Like, their perspective doesn't seem like the shots are as like... But I've been, like... I've sparred with you, and your shots are so accurate. Like, you're, you'll just pop, pop, pop. Yeah. You know, and you'll just be like, oh, what the fuck did that come? What the fuck? And that keeps you at bay. It's enough because you're not so much worried about the shot that just hit you, but you're like, oh, if he can fire that off, he can fire three more just like that. Yeah. And that gets in your head, and people don't think about that. So maybe to the commentators, like, defensive, they're saying shit like that. They're not thinking of, like, 
what's going on sure. in the, the, the opponent's psyche. You know? Yeah, and maybe they haven't done it. And, and I mean, he probably, like, I don't know, if I was him trying to fight me, like, definitely don't, like, stand and strike with me. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe, I don't know. He he didn't really hit yeah, that yeah, hard. Like, a three, four-inch reach advantage. Yeah, I think I had a pretty significant reach on him. But, like, he didn't really hit that hard. He just, like, threw yeah. hard, you know, and he threw fucking heavy hands. So, like, I knew, like, those heavy punches were going to come, but I don't know, I wasn't really worried. I mean, anything can happen in this fight. Yeah. You could fucking, you know, you get hit the right way or in the right spot, and you're not expecting it. Absolutely. Boom. Absolutely. You're dropped. So... What got you into martial arts, man? Um, <clears throat> when I was like, so, let's see, I was like seven, six maybe, uh, my family and I joined this taekwondo school, and it was really cool, like we really enjoyed it, and I did that for like six or seven years, and then I got to high school, and I started playing like basketball and football and stuff, and kind of just like lost interest in it. And then in 2010, actually eight years ago today, my dad died. Yeah, Yeah, I know it's crazy, but yeah, so, um, so that happened and I was like, damn, like I gotta fucking, I gotta do something. Like I'm feeling like all these crazy emotions. Like it's, you know, I just, I gotta do something. And I I was watching the UFC and stuff and I'm like, this is pretty cool. Like I want to do this. So I started doing it. I started training like MMA when I was like 17 and I actually went back to the old Taekwondo school that I um, started doing Taekwondo at and I started doing it and we're like fucking breaking boards and like, I don't know, doing this goofy shit. I'm like, <laughs> this ain't it. And my instructor was like, well, you know, if you do, or my old instructor was like, well, like if you do Taekwondo or if you do MMA, just be really careful. You know, he's getting like, I, I almost seemed like he was trying to talk me out of it. And, like, start doing taekwondo again. I'm like, well, yeah, man, paying $100 a month. Yeah, <laughs> shit, man, I was about to break some fucking boards. Right. And then I started doing MMA, and I started training kickboxing. Um, Did you start going to Reds or No, so or I went or? to this place called Victory. It was, I, I believe it was Anthony Pettis' like, first gym. One of his first gyms, like, outside of Rufus Sport. Sure. And uh, it was called Victory, and it was, at, it was a taekwondo school, but they did MMA, so... Razak Al Hazan, you remember that guy? Yeah, big, big buff Jack dude, Black dude. Yeah. Um, Solo was teaching there, Solo Costa, and Ray Pettis. Wow. And what a crew. Yeah, right? <laughs> Holy shit. And so and I... And you're just walking in off the street? Yeah, and I'm like, I'll, I'll be... To pretty. this guy that looks like Predator. Yeah, right? If you guys don't know what Razak Al Hazan looks like, just Google him. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, seriously. Fucking <laughs> shit. And uh, I'm like, I'll, I'll do all right with these guys. So I start doing kickboxing, just get fucking lit up, get my ass kicked, and then I start wrestling, and it's even what worse. What a good first group. Yeah, man. right? Holy shit. So I, I did that for like eight months. I was at school at UWM, and I would fucking ride the bus down to my mom's house in South Milwaukee, and then I would take this little pink bike that my brother stole from the neighbor <laughs> to the fucking, uh, the jiu-jitsu play, or the victory or whatever, and uh, it would take me like three hours to get there, and I would train for an hour and a half. And I would do that like two or three times a week, but I like I loved it so much, you know. I was like, yeah. I gotta keep fucking doing this, you know. It was awesome, and I like you know I had goals, and like I don't know, I I started losing weight and stuff. I used to be a fat ass in high school, um, and yeah, I just loved it. And then, um, 
one of the kickboxing instructors said, you should train at Red Shade for MMA if you want to, you know, start getting better at jiu-jitsu and stuff. And so then I started training at Reds in January of 2011. So it's been six years and, you know, just started, started just doing striking. Then I started doing jujitsu and probably like 2000 and at the end of 2011. Oh, okay. Wow. So yeah, it was just like, I would do like striking and then like MMA classes, but I would never really do jujitsu. And then yeah, I started training jujitsu and realized how much, how fucking awesome it was. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, I remember my first MMA practice, Jordan Griffin submitted me, like, seven times in a minute and a half. Wow. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, I gotta be frustrated. Yeah, it's crazy. But, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Crazy sport. Yeah, and, dude, Jordan Griffin in the UFC now. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, fighting in Milwaukee. It's cool to see people that you've worked out with and people that you know. And yeah. It's nuts, too. And it, it just, I think it speaks volumes to the level of MMA that's in Milwaukee. I think so too. It's crazy. All these on that's why I wanted to get you on here because you're a very you're a high level dude, man, but you you know, for reasons that you just explained, haven't turned pro yet, but you aim to. But like I mean you're a high level guy. Hippie Mike, high level guy. Mm-hmm. Hippie Mike could get in there with like some pretty high probably people that you know of. Yeah. Like in the middleweight division and do pretty well against or at least in a couple of years of training could. Right. Like and same with you, man. Like I think uh think it's a habit that people just don't know about. That's why I want no, to get I agree. That's why I want to get everybody like get get this thing going, you know, and if I could be a collective where, you know, yeah, no, I think tank for it. I, cool. I totally agree. And not just fucking Milwaukee. I mean, I mean, Milwaukee especially, right? But I think, like, all over there's probably so much untapped talent yeah. when it comes to MMA. Midwest. Yeah. A bunch of murders. Yeah, seriously. A bunch of fucking psychos. Yeah. Sometimes I, sometimes, yeah, man. Sometimes I feel like I, uh, I miss that because I was always so undisciplined in wrestling when I was young. Mm-hmm. I feel like it sculpted me. As like a person, you sure. know, as this like, uh, I was like, ah, I'm just kind of just hang out for this round, not push it as hard as I can. Then I think it like molded <laughs> into, and like I remember being a kid, I'll be like, oh, I'll just like try harder when I'm older. And now I'm older. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I should probably try harder. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <Sure. laughs> like, and, uh, but all these years of bad habits, so I was just like, fuck, I gotta get, uh, yeah, good. But martial, that's what I love about martial arts. You know, it makes you honest. And like, yep. like today I was sucking wind, man, sucking wind. And I was running out of gas halfway <laughs> through. Yep. But my buddy, who I carpooled with to the open mat, um, was just fresh. And he's a he's a wrestler and okay. everything. So he's like just in really good shape. And I saw him go against Dan Broderick, though. He, he was just getting murdered, too. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's nuts. Yeah, man. I know. He's like... It's very, I feel privileged to watch him roll and roll with him just because it's effortless. Right. Know? Dude, I watched him roll with Hippie Mike. And, who I think Hippie Mike's probably like top five grapplers at our gym. Oh, for yeah, sure. For sure. Um, and he just fucking poisoned him. Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? You know, like, and even Red, just fucking, it's insane, man. That dude's nuts. And there's, yeah, it's crazy. There's people like that out there. And it's, it's especially like, troubling when it's just jujitsu at least if it's mma or like, it's everything in right you can at least do like a couple other things but if it's just jujitsu it's like dude what the fuck like there's people i roll with out in portland it's like there's no fucking way yeah, that you're gonna beat me and they fucking smoke me yeah you know it's frustrating it's so crazy it's your heart i'm not gonna lie this past like uh couple months where i didn't do jujitsu 
I've never felt more pride than I have in recent years. You know, like where you're not getting beat up mm-hmm. every day. There's just some ignorance. Yeah. And like you view the world a separate way. And like I hadn't tasted that in yeah. a couple of years. So I was like, oh wow, I feel like better than people. But then like I go to Jiu-Jitsu, I'm not better than fucking anyone. Yeah. I just get, get beat, up, beat up every day. Yeah. 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 Huff and wind, just trying to move my back, my legs back and forth so my hips don't tighten up. Is my cat trying to get in or something? No. Oh, no. my cat has a history of like putting his claw underneath the door and just like trying to claw his way in. Oh, nice. He's a little bitch. He's alright. What's his name? Uh, Bruce. 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 I got Bruce and then I got Rosa. Rosa's the uh, calico spotted one. Oh, okay. Nice. Sweet. Yeah, man. Um, so, I guess what what makes you like just like addicted addicted to martial arts? You said you, it's always part of your life. What what about it? Yeah, so like, like I said, like once my dad died, it was like I needed to do something. So that was like my way out. You know, there was, I had a lot of like stuff going on at home. I had a lot of stuff going on in my head. And I started training and it just fucking went away. You know, and I think like, I don't know, just that like feeling of, like I think it was like habit forming, right? So like maybe like if I don't work out for a couple days and I'm like, Dude, like I need to go to the gym. Like I start getting grumpy. Like I'm just not myself. And um, I think maybe because like I was in such a bad place and MMA and like striking and you know martial arts and stuff. That was like my way out of that bad place. Maybe now it's just like ingrained in me. Like if I don't you know go like yeah you know I'm just I don't know it's, it's, it's part like, of you yeah yeah exactly yeah. it's just part of me and I fucking love it. Yeah. It's awesome, you know, like I love the people at Reds, um, you know, I love learning and getting better and, you know, obviously like I want to fight at a high level um, and I think, you know, I think that'll come, you know, but it's just... Uh, is your registered, do you mind if I say what your job is before I... Yeah, no, go ahead. Okay. Uh, you're a registered nurse as well, so that's like a pretty, that's something you don't really hear every day, oh, he's a registered nurse and an MMA fighter, that's yeah. uh, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's, cool I'm, I'm, oh, dude, I'm so fucking glad I'm done with school. It took me six years to get my BSN, and I'm just, like, not a good student at all. And, um, yeah, and, like, I don't know, man. Everyone was like, oh, wait till you get a full-time job, and then, you know, try fighting now. People are just excuse factories, dude. Right. They're fucking yes. bull- that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, they said that about me when I became a dad. They're like, oh, you're not going to have time to do that when you're dead. I'm yeah. like, all right, dude. Yeah, excuse <laughs> factories. That's funny. I like that term. But yeah, it's like, I actually, so like, I, go, I work 10 and a half, 11 hour shifts, and I come home, I go to the gym, I eat, and I go to bed, and it's like, I, I don't know, I love it, yeah. you know, and... I and it's structure. Yeah, yeah, the, the structure is nice, and... I don't know. I have plenty of time. I fucking love my job. Like, I love the people that I work with. I love my job. And, um, and I still get to train all the time. Yeah. You know, I get to fucking work out and do what I love. And I think... And they're cool with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool I mean, it. if you get in trouble, you can just visit them and, like, they'll get the money. So right. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fine, so, man. what's the problem? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's some things, like, I don't know. Like, I, I honestly, I don't know what people think. You know, but, like, in my last fight, I broke my hand. And for, like... Wow three or four weeks it was like just like trying to fucking like flush an ng tube or like putting an iv or like boost a patient up i had one fucking hand that was a very cool i didn't really tell anyone you know it's not like i'm gonna like wear a cast and stuff to work because like i still want to work you know right, like yeah and i i can do my job you know i just like so i think that aspect you know obviously they don't 
want to get hurt, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't want to get hurt. Assuming that you're like, yeah. Yeah, I see that. right, exactly. But, I mean, whatever, like... They're cool right. so far? Yeah. They're cool so far. What are they going to do? Right, yeah, you know? yeah. Can't, can't do that, sir. Yeah. Can't do that, yeah, right. And, you know, maybe one day... I think, even if I do fight at a really high level, like, maybe to the UFC, Bellator, like, one of these major organizations, I think I'll still work as a nurse. At least, like, a couple days. Like, I fucking love nursing. Nursing is fucking... Awesome. Yeah, props to you, man. That's gotta be. That's like gotta be a tough job. It, it is, like, but it's like cool. But yeah, like, yeah, impactful. It's, yeah, it is. Um, it's it's a lot. Like it's a lot of work, and like it's very. Um, you know, it can be very emotional. Like you see people die, and like you see people that you care about, and you grow to know. You know, get really sick and get transferred and die, and it, it's sad. Like it sucks, but it's and there's people who are fucking assholes, right? There's people who are entitled and. They're rude and mean, and, you know, you're just trying to help them, and uh, they're just rude to you. But there's also people who are really, really awesome and really cool and you have good conversations with, and, um, yeah, it's just, it's a, I, it's, it's my dream job. And you can go, like, anywhere, you know, like, yeah. you can go anywhere in the country, you can do, so right now, I'm a transplant nurse, so that's a pretty specific floor, right? But even if I don't want, if I never want to do transplant nursing ever again, I want to go do some... I don't know, into the cardiac ICU or a cardiac step-down unit. Like, I can do that. And some of it is um, transitional or translational, but a lot of it is new stuff. So you can grow within your field. You know, you can do ICU nursing, ER nursing, flight-for-life nursing. That would be something. That would be That would be fucking crazy. My buddy who also did MMA back up in my hometown, he did a, he's a paramedic mm-hmm. for flight-for-life, and that shit's crazy. I bet, dude. That would be, that would be nuts. So... There's just so many different, you know, avenues. So even if I, like I said, even if I do make it to a really high level of fighting, like I'll, I'll probably always work as a nurse. Yeah, you might as well. I mean, Steve Fabiusha, because he's a steel fireman. That's man. fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's cool. That's awesome. I think the same thing. Like I love training people. Like I love full. I, I train predominantly like retirees and everything, like mm-hmm. older people. But it's like fun, you know. You're basically like just teaching them how to walk. Yeah. All right, Deborah, come on, just <laughs> move your leg out a little yeah. bit more, and like you know. But it's. It's fun at the same time, like, yeah, I'd probably always do that. Probably not as much, you know, but I'd still right. like to some capacity. Yeah, I mean, and if you enjoy what you're doing, you know, I don't know. I've never been fucking happier, you know, and I think a lot of it's because I enjoy what I'm doing. I enjoy the people in my life, and, yeah, it's, I just couldn't even imagine working fucking... I worked at Menards. I worked as a fucking Uber driver. I worked at Menards too, dude. dude Menards, oh my <laughs> fucking god! You got fired from there. Did you? Yeah, dude. This is actually a pretty funny story. I was there. Um, uh, so I was like checking out my girlfriend at the time, ex girlfriend. And I were fighting, and just about some bullshit. I think she like we were on and off dating, you know. And so she had broken up with me, and I'm like just having a bad day. So I'm checking out this lady, this little old lady in line, and I'm checking off all of her items and. She gets all of her stuff bagged up, and I'm like, all right. She's like, have a nice day. I'm like, yeah, well, I can't get any worse. Obviously, I'm a fucking cashier. <laughs> but I get suspended for that, all right? That's and so I get, uh, like, four days later, I come back, and then I come back, and uh, I'm grabbing, like, a can of paint for this guy, and I, um, I grab the can of paint, and it falls, like, from a ladder, and it falls off the ladder and spills all over the floor. And paint spills everywhere. <coughs> and then Whoops. the guy is just like, the guy is just like, oh shit. And I'm like, well, that's why my dad left. Shit like that. And, my, <laughs> and then the boss, boss fired me, man. That's so I'm like, we can't fire, we can't 
Yeah, you can't say it. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, you can't say things like that. I was like, These are the fucking paying guests. But sorry, I was just uh, 17. I didn't give a fuck about the job. Yeah. You know? Dude, could you imagine, though, like, I see these motherfuckers working at Walmart, and some people actually look like they're enjoying it, but I don't think you could pay me enough money in the world. 100 bucks an hour, I don't think I'd work at a fucking Walmart. I think that's a drive thing. Like, you have more drive. Obviously, sure. uh, I think it's also a lot of it is an intelligence and awareness thing. Yeah, um, that's true. You know, people are docile, and when you're docile, you're content. And when you're content, you'll do stupid shit like that because you just want to go home and finish out your Netflix series or finish whatever the fuck you're doing, your magic game. <laughs> Dude, magic. speaking of magic, this is also a true story. One time, <laughs> just, sorry, um, there was a buddy of mine who like. Sold like sold a little bit of weed like on the down low, you know. Yeah. But like, so he told me, it, yeah, oh yeah. Um, he told me uh, that he was um, like getting robbed, and he texted me. He's like, "I'm getting robbed. Can you help me?" And I'm just like, "Oh shit!" So I call him, and he doesn't answer. And I'm like, "Oh no!" Oh, shit. And uh, so like, I'm like, "Dude, where?" Are I? I call him again, no answer. And he texts me the address. He's like, "Please hurry." So I fucking. Hurry over to this house. Hurry. Because I'm like thinking this guy's like getting his ass whooped or something. And I jump in there and it's like this guy with a bunch of, uh, <laughs> like a bunch of nerds sitting in a round table. And they're, um, like playing magic, the oh gathering. And then my buddy is the right, card game? Yeah, the card game. And then my buddy is just like, my buddy's just like, alright, which one of you stole my fucking magic card? I'm like, oh no! <laughs> I just broke into somebody's house. I just like, I just walked into somebody's house unannounced. It wasn't my friend's house, you know. Which one of you guys stole my magic card? I'm like, dude, yeah. What the fuck? And then on the way back, I'm on the way back, I'm like, dude. You shouldn't have told me it was for a magic card game. And he's like, yeah, but I thought you wouldn't come. I was like, yeah, but that's yeah. my decision to make, dude. What do you, what do you mean? Like, I just broke into somebody's house. That was illegal, sir. Damn, dude, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. That's hilarious. I don't do shit like that anymore, no. Yeah. Kids will change you, man. You have oh, kids. yeah. yeah you, know, kids, you can't do shit like that anymore. That's nuts. How old is he? He's four, dude. He's like a little dude. I wanted to actually go to that jiu-jitsu tournament. Everybody with him uh, yesterday, but it was my mom's, my son's mom's birthday yesterday. So, because yeah, I wanted to show him, I figured before he sees me do it at practice and he gets scared if I get like submitted or put in like a bad spot, you know, or even somebody on top of him, right. on top of me is scary for him, you know, like he doesn't know, know what to just do. So, if he just sees that, I feel like he'd be like, Worried, you know, you know? Yeah. so like if I just wanted to bring him to a tournament where nobody he knows, so he doesn't give a fuck about the people, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 So like, you know, so we, I could just like be like, now he's doing it because now he can understand. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like if it, him and I can do it as like a thing growing up, that'd be fucking sweet. That'd be, dude. Fucking awesome. that'd be super sweet. Yeah, and it would. I mean, it would only help him, you know. Obviously, if he enjoyed it. Yeah, if he enjoyed it, because he is kind of like me. Like he's a little mousier, you know. Like. uh like, I always had a hard time getting into martial arts. I didn't start martial arts until I was, like, 24, Damn. you know, and, like, I, uh, um, because I was, like, always worried about getting beat up, and then I got beat up, and it's not that bad, no, it's, it's not, not that bad. bad. We're all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, we're all We're having some fun. My girlfriend's, my girlfriend, yeah, you beat me up, like, last week. Yeah. yeah. It's all wrong, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, no, it's fine. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's whatever, you know, it's, like, a good... It's just a good workout, and so I just want to be able to shape him, shape his mind early on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's the per like, you're learning how to defend yourself. It actually works. It's a good know? workout. It's, it's a good. great, yeah, it's a great fucking workout. 
Stress reliever. Yeah, stress reliever. Confidence and humility. Confidence, yeah, humility. Yeah, dude, jiu-jitsu is awesome. MMA is awesome. Body awareness. The only yeah. thing, the only thing with MMA is it's <clears throat> head trauma. Yeah, I don't want him sparring or anything like that. Even gut punching, dude. There was like new stuff with gut punching. Even the impact of the gun punch would send your head back and give oh, you brain trauma. Sure. So it's like fuck, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's great. But that's anything, you know. I know that's like true. I've heard of skiers with fucking water skiers who got like CTE, you know, and. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm sure maybe there were other factors involved, but everything's dangerous. If you enjoy it, fuck it. Right? Yeah, I guess that's true. Dude, I remember when I was a little kid, um, we used to water ski too all the time, and just being a fucking idiot, like, there'd be a deck, and the guy would whip a really sharp turn when you're on the tube, so it'd snap you, and we'd try to, like, just a water tube that would, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. stick okay. up, um... And so we'd it'd go and snap really quick, and we'd go in a really fast, like, angle, and we'd try to jump the deck. Damn. And uh, nothing ever bad happened, but it's just shit when you're, like, 16, 17. Right, you just smack your fucking brain on the deck. Just, yep. just split your head open. Right. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah, you think of the shit you did when you were a teenager or, like, early 20s. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, how my life. Yeah. That's why I'm worried about my son, too, because, like, you know... Not everybody's like my girlfriend's ex boyfriend died, jumped in front of a car. Jesus. Jumped in front of a fucking car just drunk, walking across the street one day and unaware of his depth perception when he was like twenty four. Damn, so Yeah, dated him for like three years. They broke up were broken up for a couple years and then like she tells me that shit one morning when we first started dating. She's like, My ex boyfriend just I was like, oh shit. And then, actually, crazier story, dude. Crazier story. I uh, fucking trained the fire department um, when I worked at my old job. I won't say in the in the city. Um, but these guys worked with the people who like got the body, got Whoa. the like in the same town. And he's just like, yeah, he just had a bunch of fentanyl on him. Oh, really? And, like, just got sucked into a whirlwind, you know, so that's just fucked up, but what are you going to do, man? Yeah. You make choices, life's all about choices. Yeah, that's true. And that's why you're a fucking nurse, man. Yeah. That's why you're a dude, you're a nurse and an MMA fighter. It's yeah, awesome. I'm a nurse and MMA fighter. It's pretty fucking cool. So just saving people and then hurting people. Yep, trying to hurt people. <laughs> no. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, hey, uh, is there anything you want to plug, anything... We've been going about 40 minutes now. We keep it around 40 minutes. Uh, I mean, we can... Uh, is there anything that you'd like to discuss? Anything you'd like to plug? Any uh, uh, Anything going on in Austin Luchin's world? And the Funky Bird. Yeah. You can call me the Funky Bird, everybody. <laughs> I gotta make that nickname stick. I had a couple that Solo Costa gave me. They were fucking trash. But I think the Funky Bird is here to stay. I like that one. Yeah. It seems fitting. Yeah, it's very... It seems very fitting. Yeah. Very fitting. You got long legs, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to... Get that one past my grandma. I don't think she'll be going for it. The funky bird? I don't get it. She, she is, is it because of your hair? <laughs> is it because of your hair, Austin? You need to cut your hair. You know, you're a oh nurse now, Austin. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't think they're going to take you seriously. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so funny. Every time, like, I have, like, a jiu-jitsu tournament or, like, a boxing match or MMA, like, it's always, like, I'll be, like, cutting a little bit of weight. She's like, Austin. Are you in training right now? <laughs> yeah, Grandma, I'm in training. 
<laughs> it's just so funny. Like, they have no fucking clue. Yeah. They've come to jiu-jitsu tournaments and stuff. They said they want to come to a fight. Do they think you do, like, karate and shit? Like, just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck... Dude, they probably think I do, like, pro wrestling. Yeah, right. Like, and I... They're just happy you're getting out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? They're, they're just happy I'm not fucking burnt out. Yeah. So... Well, it's good to make your grandparents proud. I don't think I make my grandparents proud. I haven't talked to them in a long time, but it's actually a real family issue. Probably shouldn't bring that up on the podcast. That's all right, though. Save it for another day. Yeah, yeah, we'll save that one for another day. Actually, I don't know. My mom hasn't commented. I don't think she listens to these anymore. She's probably just like, you know, they're long. They're too long, Avery. They're too, you know. Fucking speed them up, mom. Can you do that on this app? Yeah, I think, anyways. Actually, I don't know. I haven't explored that on this app. Yeah. Yeah, so, so what is this? What's this all about? You just decided you wanted to start listening to Starting, people's yeah, uh, stories? Or um, yeah, I just figured, you know, I did mixed martial arts for a while. I knew, met a lot of cool people in that area. I've been doing comedy for a while. I love comedy. And uh, I figure a good collective would be just fun for the city. You know, just if anybody wants to listen, I, you know, I don't really care. If we How do you listen to it? Uh, so you go on uh, CastBox. It's an app, CastBox. Uh, you can download it on iTunes, iTunes Store, Google Play Store, and then you just type in Milwaukee Mayhem, and then I'm right there. You can follow me on Instagram, Milwaukee Mayhem 414. Uh, and yeah. what's your Instagram, too? A Luchin? A Luchin. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think I'm changing it to the Funky Bird 47. I don't yeah. know if Instagram will let me do it. I let uh, Twitter let me do it, but I don't know if I can change my handle. But as of now, A Luchin, A Luchin. Oh, I'm sorry, is that how you pronounce your last name? Uh, I think it's actually pronounced Luchin, but most people call me Luchin. Okay, and then I, it's like, fuck it, I just called Luchin the whole, whole time, like an asshole. Most people do. Most people don't even know that, like, most, most people who think it's Luchin are like, they've never heard of Luchin. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, they, everybody calls me, they say like, uh, Avery Rupp here because they don't want to say rape here. I was like, no, it is actually is rape here. It's, it's raper, actually. Yeah. Dude, this is, uh, the, my, I, my family, when they came on Ellis Island, mm-hmm. uh, there was, because of there was so much immigration, they actually dropped the I. And so I was born Avery Raper. R-A-P-E-R. Damn my mom son. was born Avery Raper and, or Lorene Raper and, uh, her, her father who came, or grandfather who came over here. I uh, got his name switched and never switched it back. But when my mom had kids, she's like, fuck this. I'm putting that back in. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude. Avery like, Raper. Dude, R-A-P-E-R. Could you imagine that shit? Oh, that my fucking suck. God. That would have sucked so much, man. Avery Raper. You probably already got that, though. Yeah, oh, I got it all the time growing up, but at least it's not really that. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, it just sounds like it, but, like, if it really was, it'd be like, ah, fuck, man. Raper? Is there a rapist? Yeah. The fucking teachers doing roll call? Rap, rapper, rap, rap, rapper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's a, some shitty shit, man. That would be... My mom had that, though, and, like, my Uncle Larry. Yeah, Uncle Larry. Uncle Larry. Yeah, man, he's a good guy. He's a construction worker. He got in trouble for, uh... Immigration. Uh, he like hired a bunch of Mexicans um, on his construction team. <laughs> he like got in trouble for it. He got burned for it. That's all right, man. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? He lives in like Ojai, so Southern California, you know. Ah, so, okay. Yeah, they're plentiful there. You yeah, know, they're just hanging out until Trump builds the fucking wall. Yeah, man. Going up. It's <laughs> going up. <laughs> and on that, we're going up. So yeah. thank you guys, Austin Luchin. Thank you for coming on, no man. Problem, man.